Hello and welcome to the movie podcast review of No Time to Die. My name is Daniel, I'm one of your hosts, and joining me to finally talk about Daniel Craig's final entry in the 007 James Bond saga is Shabazz. Hello. And Anthony. Hello. It feels a little surreal to be doing this because we did have tickets to this movie nearly two years ago. Hmm. When when we're looking at the, the old calendar, mm-hmm. yeah, we, nearly we, two years ago, yeah. nearly two years ago, we had tickets for this movie, and here we are now, September twenty twenty one, finally ready to talk about it. We're here. What would your uh, what would your double O number be? Uh, three, 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 double yeah. O three, double O ten. Is that still a would yeah? That, no, wouldn't, man. Wouldn't you <laughs> yeah, O ten. No, you'd be the loser. Double, you'd be, you'd double, be the guy that's double oh, digits. He's, don't he's, hang a, out he's a quadruple digit. I'm double yeah, six. So you die a lot. Why do I die a lot? Because 006 is always die. <laughs> it's always dead. Well, I mean, so does 003. Do, do they? No one even talks about 003. That's how dead he is. And 0010? Or 0010. It's an elite. elite. It's like 0010. I don't know. It's just, yeah, uh, I don't know. They don't have that. Uh, they do. Because I just made it You just, I just I just got given the rank of 0010. <laughs> how many kills do you need to get 0010? Like uh, five. Five kills. That's more. Uh, Anthony, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Shay, how are you doing? <laughs> I'm doing great, man. I'm so glad we got to watch this movie. Um, big James Bond fan here. You know, I'm, I'm I'm out there always trying to kill people so that I can also get double O status one day. Got you. Um, not for anything else. I'm killing bad guys. Are you sure? Yeah, keep, keep, are you sure? Keep talking, Shay. I'm keep pretty sure. sure you think you're a serial killer at this well, point. Well, I mean, we'll find out on the podcast. As always, you can catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single Monday, and you can look out throughout the week for our review episodes, just like this one and all the latest movies and series. If you want to write in and be part of the show, make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd, and don't forget to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Give us five stars. You know, we're leaving you reviews all the time that you could listen to. Ooh. We want you to start leaving us some. Well, that's a good one. You know, that's, that's good. good. I just thought of that right now. Turn the I just, tables just turned on it, the, our, just, our Give them the Uno just, reverse card. Just, they kind of, they're shaking their heads. They're, 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 like, they're yeah. driving to work right now. And they're like, damn, Daniel. Dude, Daniel guy, got me. Daniel one guy me. literally let go of his steering wheel and he's like, shit, here we go. He got me. He got me. Make sure you leave a review first and put your hands back on the yeah. wheel. Uh, also, don't forget to join our Discord and write into the show, hello at themoviepodcast.ca. Um, we have some announcements on the show. We have a brand new episode out that you can listen to right now where we talk about the Super Mario movie. Uh, what else did we talk about on that episode, Shay? We talked about, you know, Netflix, their whole to-dum to-dum event. event. The Marvel Disney. Yeah, the Marvel yeah. copyright. We talked a lot about... Uh, the trailers that came out throughout the week, as well as uh, there were some secret reviews mm-hmm. in that in that episode. Yeah, were we they did, secret though? We did Tammy Faye and not we did what if. what if? They, they weren't so six. secretive. But they, they were. They were definitely like. <laughs> like hidden I, in. I hate that you just caught off us, caught us off guard and remembering our episode because we're just like um, it's a, um. And Anthony doesn't the, listen to them. I don't listen. Know. I don't remember. Anthony doesn't even listen when we are recording it. Yeah, Anthony's <laughs> wearing headphones right now too, so I'm surprised you can hear us. I'm just reading your lips. <laughs> great skill wow uh speaking of other reviews though there are lots of reviews especially from tiff we uh tiff feels like it was a year ago at this point uh there's lots of reviews from our our time at tiff last night in soho dune and more um also uh we have some incredible guests that we've had on the movie podcast over the last couple months and lots more to come but today is all about no time 
to Die. Uh, this is a film by Kerry Joji Fukunaga. It is coming out October 8th, 2021, and it stars Daniel Craig for the last time as James Bond, Rami Malek, Leia Sado, Lashana Lynch, Ben Whishaw, uh, Naomi Harris, Anna de Armas, Jeffrey Wright, with Christoph Waltz and Ralph Fiennes. And I want to say, of course, thank you to our friends at Universal Pictures for inviting us to watch this film. Anthony, please give us that sweet, sweet synopsis. In No Time to Die, Bond has left active service is enjoying and is enjoying a tranquil life in Jamaica. His peace is short-lived when his old friend, Felix Leiter from the CIA, turns up asking for help. The mission to rescue a kidnapped scientist turns out to be far more treacherous than expected, leading Bond onto the trail of a mysterious villain armed with dangerous new technology. Now, Shay, I want you to give us your first reaction to this film. I also want, us, I want you to give us That's your... Uh, there's a lot. There's a few things here. Okay. I'm going to catch you off guard again. Thank you. Uh, give us your history with the Bond franchise. Give us your history with Daniel Craig's Bond, mm-hmm. and then tell us what you thought of this film. Of course, okay, sounds good. Thank so, you. Starting off, hi, my name's Shay. Uh, second of all, you know I I love Bond. I absolutely am a huge James Bond fan. One of my first hotmail emails when I was a kid. Um, was and I'm I'm afraid to say it right now. I, I, I was confused when you said hot mail for a second. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's a hot I was like, I was like, ooh, I was like, sound about nine or ten years old, and my email was like Shabazz 7 at hotmail.com. Shabazz still uses that email, by the way. I actually do. So if yeah. you want to send me uh, death threats? That's the email to send it to. <laughs> that's the way to go. Yeah. Um, and so huge Bond fan growing up. I loved the Brosnan Bond because it was such a '90s thing. I used to love watching them. You know, my grandpa was big on the Sean Connery Bond. And then when Craig was announced, I I was excited. I was I was still young. I went to go see the movies in theaters. I absolutely loved every single one of them. But growing up, you know, you sometimes you don't have the best lens on them. Casino Royale to me is still my favorite Bond film. Quantum of Solace I loved growing up, but then as I get older, I'm like, okay, maybe not the strongest of all Bonds. Uh, and then the rest, you know, we'll definitely I guess talk about more as we get to this review. But let's talk about this one. No time to die. No time to die. I was nervous going into it because Spectre was one that I was not a huge fan of at all. I, you know, it was very slow, very boring, and it, it felt like it wasn't going anywhere. And so far, you know, with this Bond franchise with Daniel Craig, every movie has been in some way intrinsically linked to another. Like, they're they're telling one thorough story in, in a certain way, which was very different from Brosnan's Bond, where you could just put on any one of them and it wouldn't matter. You yeah, could be fresh to the series. They're very standalone. Very standalone. Yeah. You could just kind of watch them. And I feel like the, even the previous Bonds kind of had that similarity too. Yeah. With this one, you know, when you're still continuing this baggage that you've kind of built up with Spectre, I was nervous that this one, especially with all the delays and everything too, that this wouldn't live up to the hype or live up to the Bond name. Uh, and boy, I'm so glad I'm wrong because this movie was fantastic. I absolutely loved every minute of this movie. I was... I was watching it and kept thinking, am I supposed to be bored right now? Because I'm not. And typically in a Bond film, at this point of the movie, there's a pacing issue. But there's no pacing issue yet. What's wrong with this movie? And the problem is there wasn't. It was just flowing really well. Every character was interesting. Every moment in this movie felt like it had a purpose. My only, I guess, real complaint about this film is is Rami Malek's character. And we'll definitely go deeper into that. He's he's not really the forefront villain in the movie. There's definitely a lot more about this movie than meets the eye. 
Um, but is he, overall, is he a transformer, by the way, <laughs> <laughs> he is a transformer, but there's just a lot more to this movie than, you know, just, it's a typical bond villain against bond. There's, there's less of that and more of a beautiful story to finish off Daniel Craig's bond era. And I, yeah. I, I think that's a great point that you bring up because, uh, his character, Rami Malek's character of Safin isn't, he very really isn't prominent throughout the film. He definitely is an antagonist. He's his presence is felt maybe not so much on Bond's side, but more on Madeline's side. Mm-hmm. Right. And I Played think by Leia Sado. And I, I think that's what works really well with his character. Yes, I would have loved to see more of him, but I think in the story that they were telling in this film, I think it worked really well. Uh you know, you mentioned the length and the pacing. Um, definitely a longer film. This is the longest James Bond movie ever, which I think you will feel. Um, but I think the ride is worth that. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and you, I also want to call on what you mentioned, Shay, too, is the uh, the trouble that this film has had behind the scenes with not just the delays, but also the director changes and a bunch of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for this film to come out as well as it did and be fantastic is incredible. Yeah, yeah. Anthony. Where are you with this film right now? Yeah, I really, I really enjoyed it. I am not as much of a Bond fellowship as as you two, but I started the Bond fellowship. I I I have, I've watched Bond throughout my life, and I, I always found him as an interesting character. I re, I grew up on the Pierce Bond, I and maybe a little bit of the Timothy Dalton, and then later on, I would you know revisit or visit the. Sean Connery and Roger Moore, and I did that throughout the the year last year. I remember and it that, took yeah. a really you did, long yeah, time. Yeah, that was the pandemic uh, watch was, yeah, for you, right? Because they became all available, and I'm like, okay, let me go through it. And it was very challenging because yeah. the Bond stories from the past are very long and boring. And you know, once Pierce started this this the new, we'll say the modern day Bond, and it went into Daniel Craig, and Daniel Craig probably being my favorite Bond. The more gritty Bond, the stricter Bond, the the not the the rough, yeah, the the one who's not always chiseled and suave, but very um, blunt. I think blunt and believable. Yeah, I would say gritty. It's a very real, real world Bond. Um, coming off the his series, I was I would say Skyfall as well as Casino Royale being my favorite. Quantum Solace having probably my one of my favorite opening sequences mm-hmm. and then even this movie no time to die being part of that um saga of films that daniel craig is and i think that's what he did five bonds? he did fine you're just so, missing specter yeah so three out of five is not bad for mm-hmm. um, a carrot for daniel craig's version of bond and i really really enjoyed it i really enjoyed the story that was taught uh shown um the the opening sequence which wasn't following Bond. It was more of the other characters, which I found unique. I think Carrie did a fantastic job taking over the role of director from Danny Boyle. And I think with what he had and what he was given, I think he did a fantastic job directing. Cinematography was fantastic. Score was fantastic. Yes, for me, I felt the length. Mm-hmm. But then again, I'm very, like, I don't like sitting in a seat for a very long time. So I get cramps in my legs. I'm like, Okay, let's let's get to it. Let's get yeah. to it. And there are some points where if I was editing this movie, I would have uh, adjusted or Maybe shortened tightened, and tightened, tightened it up. Totally. Right? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I would have involved more more um, sequ- sequence with Bond and even Remy Malek's character. I just felt like 
they didn't have the chemistry that I was looking for. Right. For the last version of this film. Right. You know, like this is the this is the villain. This is you know Daniel Craig's Bond's villain. This is the last one. I just felt they had more connection, mm-hmm. and I felt it was really only at the end that you see them talk to each other. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I, I think that, again that's that's a great point. I think the the weakest, and I say weakest with the biggest air quotes with the yeah. biggest air quotes with the biggest weakest because everything else everything else is so strong um is the fact that Rami Malek's character doesn't get a lot of screen time and he's introduced um I would say pretty much two hours into the film almost we yeah. we, we get to really start to yeah. see who he is again he gives a good performance he's yep. very very it's very eerie and strange and just like, uncomfortable uncomfortable to talk to uh but he really isn't and i think on the car ride home after watching this um i really was thinking like man he really wasn't bond's villain mm-hmm. he really was no. madeline's villain mm-hmm. in this movie and i think because of that that makes him that obviously makes him bond's villain. He he's somebody that bond has to to take down but to see his performance throughout this film uh, sorry, uh, Rami Malek's performance. I think it's he's he's great, and I think this, he was also announced at a time where he was just coming off the Oscar as well too. Mm. So for him to be kind of yeah. jumping into the Bond role, uh, Christoph Waltz will I think forever be that villain that you know kind of was the puppet master behind everything well felt, in, yeah. I think, out of Bond's. Films, I thought right? he did fantastic for whatever for the little sequence that we got from him. Yeah, mm-hmm. he was great. He's and great. I'm like. I wish you were the final. <laughs> yeah. Like, not Spectre. It should have been, this was Spectre. You know right, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it should have been, this was the end of that. I agree. Yeah. That, yeah. Um, but, but it worked. I think the worked. way they did it worked, though, still, because a lot of this movie is defi- uh, defying your expectations, right? Yeah. You know, we see Lashana Lynch really take a, take a step forward into the series, um, and she's great. I think the supporting cast is the best it's ever been in a Bond film with Daniel Craig. I mean, think um, the whole Cuba sequence with uh, Ana de Armas. Like, she is just so fun. Like, oh she was God. such a fun character that when that sequence ended, I'm like, I love for I love her as an actress, but I just loved her character. I'm like, mm-hmm. man, what I would give to get another five Bond movies yeah. and having her just play off of Daniel Craig. Or even a spinoff, because yes. the, the way they portrayed her was very it was very sharp but it's also someone who was new into the role right mm-hmm. and she was very naive but also very uh she's charming she was charming but she also when she had to step up she did right mm-hmm. and she like leading into it she's like oh this is this is my first time doing this guys i don't know if i'm like, <laughs> yeah. be scared i'm gonna be yeah. you know like, but then she kicked so much ass does, yeah it's like oh you stepped up and even bond acknowledged that like yeah damn you even man. though they, this is their first time you're yeah. fucking great yeah. it was just it was just so fun like they're they they again they're they're sharing the screen together again after knives out and then seeing them together in this and just seeing their dynamic together it's so fun and then seeing bond with uh naomi harris is great seeing bond with lashana lynch is great like mm-hmm. oh, sorry Dan, i'm daniel craig obviously yeah, yeah, i'm yeah. giving their actor's name but like like seeing monty penny and um I guess 007. 007 working with them. It's just, it's just so fun. They have such a great camaraderie all together. Yeah. And then you introduce Q and you introduce M and everybody's kind of working together. There's a great team of bond classic characters here that are just great. They're the best there ever been. And I'm so glad that in his final outing, we really got to see the James bonds that I guess we know from like the archetype of James bond, but you know, kind of embrace the campiness, embrace who yeah. he is and, uh, give a 
fucking phenomenal send off to Daniel Craig's character because yeah. you know we know this is his last movie and damn they 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 landed they landed it you know yeah. they landed it um i really like the 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 combination of the campy bond as mm-hmm. well as the this bond where it's very very realistic mm-hmm. and even the comedic approach cuz you don't really see comedy in a bond film it's very like Unless he, it was the 90s he, ones. There's like this almost like passiveness to it. But this one was very... There are funny moments because Miss um, Lynch's character, who is a 007, and James Bond's character, who was a past 007, they, they, there's almost like a, a competitiveness yeah, between Yeah, of course. Them. And, you know, when they're, they're in the same room, she's always looking over her shoulder or questioning uh, M's decisions or why she's doing certain things and he's doing certain things. So I like that. I like that 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 they incorporated that usually you, if you see it it kind of takes away from the story but i think for this type of movie that competition between the two was well paced yeah and, and it fit really well it, and it was take pro- away and it was professional feeling too yes. it was never anything where it's like oh like you know in a in a lesser film you would have seen like lashana lynch's character somehow turn into the bad guy or there would have she would have been set up in a different way yes. to um to kind of be a real antagonist throughout where it's it really wasn't that it was all just like this is a professional rivalry that we have going on and they kept it classy which i really like and they never they never overplayed it i think a lot of times movies they they harp on it so much that it gets drilled into your brain but this movie did a really good job of Using every moment that it had, like I said in the beginning, to its advantage, you know, I think every side character in this movie is memorable. Even I look back at Mill- Billy Magnuson's character. Yeah. Who, you know, he, he plays this CIA agent along with uh, Jeffrey Wright's uh, Felix. And they're just such a good pairing and such a good team. And, you know, Billy Magnuson always plays this, you know, silly, goofy guy. And I was like, how is he How is he going to play out in this movie? And it was that right level of comedic tone that he kind of brought in this movie. And throughout the film, when you're seeing his character interact with Bond, he's a, he's a fan of Bond. Yeah. yeah. And you're kind of like seeing that through the eyes of the audience. And I really, really enjoyed every single person's role in this movie. And kind of like what Anthony mentioned, like you could have spinoffs of almost every character in this movie. You can. And you'd tell some great stories stories and i think that's a testament to Corey for focusing on all the different actors that he had and giving them all a moment to shine this is i would say and without anything else attached to it this is the this is a bond family movie mm-hmm. this also like this movie can segue into a lot because you know with amazon prime now being yeah the owners know, ownership, of MGM, there yeah. there is so much potential for spinoffs for these characters especially for lashana lynch and as well as um, uh, Andre Moss. Yes. Uh, just having their own series. Oh, set them up on an set adventure. Set them up together. I would yeah. love to see that. Yeah. I think, Ooh, and I yeah. think where we are right now with the way franchises are, you know, Universal and MGM are looking at Bond as like, yeah, like James Bond is the films we could do that. But there's like we were saying, there's so many characters in this film world that you don't need. Like you could give them a movie too. You don't have to call it 007. You don't have yeah. to call it James Bond. Just Call it whatever you want, and yeah. then it's within this cinematic universe, and, that, yeah. and that's fine too. Totally. Um, we've been talking a lot about the cinematography. I just wanted to shout out Linus Sandgreen, who mm. is a cinematographer for this movie. You will recognize their work on films like La La Land, Wow, uh, First Man, um, and obviously No Time to Die being the big ones. And Damien Chazelle's boy. Damien yeah. Chazelle's boy. Yeah. The cinematography was fantastic. They did a lot of like light leaks, mm-hmm. uh, especially. 
There's a forest sequence where, you know, there's always a sunset happening. Going and, through the trees. And it's going and... through the trees or um, even like off the coast when at near the end where there's the, there's the water. Um, especially the Italy sequences. I was going to say, I was waiting for you to bring up the Italy sequences, Beautiful. man. Like you, Beautiful. You, you're, you're shocked to see that these places do exist and these towns do exist and people live in them. And this is their life. And the way they captured it and just captured that lifestyle where, you know, Bond is just trying to live a normal life mm-hmm. and and we see it in the trailer there's that sequence where he goes up those stairs with the bike and <laughs> well we've seen there. it we've, we've seen it a lot we've seen it a lot we've seen the cars the the austin martins in this we a have a db5 cars. in there yes. as well as uh we'll say the classic one. The, the 70s and 80s um austin martins fantastic i i think the cinematography was great norway they go to norway they go to london they go to italy they go to an island cuba yeah cuba like there's a lot of locations that they shot really well and i jamaica I, as well too jamaica, yeah. as well. jamaica and, I, yeah. and i really liked that you know we got the, the bond car finally got its due i think in in the series because they've shown you know his aston martin do things before in in this franchise but in this one in one sequence he uses like all the weapons yeah and it's just so cool to see that because i was waiting for just him to use his aston martin and absolutely nail it um, and that's the campiness, right? That's that, the campiness, that they embrace right? like that the it, it's earned now. Yeah, it's earned now. Let, let's talk a little bit about the music because we have this, you know, the opening title sequence done by Billie Eilish, and we spoke about it when the song came out. It isn't. It's it's a good song, but yeah. it's not a good Bond song still. Yeah, and I think and I think the reason why is that when that title sequence occurs, it doesn't linger in the brain for too long. And I, luckily, the rest of the movie is so fantastic that. The song and that whole sequence, I was like, okay, like this is really like such a slow, boring song for this movie. Like I wanted something a bit more to it. And if you're gonna get Billie Eilish to do this song, give her uniqueness. Let Billie Eilish do it. Let her do it. Like it, she's doing the same thing that you know Sam Smith did, that Adele did, but not well as not as well as them. Sorry. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, the biggest, I mean, the biggest complaint I have about her song is that there's no percussion in it. Yeah. You know, like I think that move, it just the song itself needed some type of swell of drums that it just hit and it goes hard because when Skyfall comes in, mm-hmm. like you feel that the visual, the the opening sequence itself. Um, I'll be honest, I don't remember it too much. Yeah. Um, but I do remember. I remember like Casino Royales. Yeah. I do remember Skyfall. I remember Spectres because they were very visually distinct. This yeah. one I remember there was a lot of cogs because it was like a clock and, and there was the, the bullets. The, the DNA, bullets wasn't in DNA. DNA. Yeah, the but there was DNA, created, DNA. But then yeah. there he's falling through a bunch yeah. of cogs in the clock, and yeah. then he's on the the hands of the clock, and then it and goes the hands the, were like like and then the guns turn into hot DNA. Take. Yeah. Hot take. I don't like any Bond open <laughs> They just, I'm like, get to the movie, man. But they're definitely, they're, they're so they're long. Staple. They're, they're, they're staple. I, sure. I guess, yeah, I guess. But I just, but I get what you're saying. I would fast forward through it. <laughs> yeah. you, you'd hit skip intro if there was a real skip yes, intro. Yes, 100%. Yeah. But, and I think, and, and here's the thing, I would have loved for this one, again, this move, the movie itself, um, this is, this movie's going to do really well. Yeah. It's going to so. review really well, I believe. Um, but it is a lot more of a muted film in the sense where it's a lot more somber mm-hmm. for this movie. So I think when general audiences are going to go into this movie, um, I'm really curious to see what the general take of this movie because this movie doesn't have the highs in high high octane action that something like Skyfall has. Yeah. But it does have really well used action sequences, really well, well acted placed. scenes and well placed um, 
uh, action scenes. So I'm really curious to see. And I think the song is a bit more reflective of the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. But again, I would have loved something a little bit more just memorable. Now, what about the score? We have we have Hans Zimmer coming at it. And, you know, the whole time we're listening to this. And, and Zimmer, he's obviously, he's never misses. Is it Hans Zimmer? Is that, is uh, that, is HZ is what I call him. <laughs> HZ? Z? I don't know what people say. Z in Canada. Z in Canada? Yeah. Um, he, I think he did a, I think he did a fantastic job, but it's, it's always this funny thing with Hans that you can pinpoint where he takes his inspiration from his own work from. Mm-hmm. There's a, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, what's that? I'm yeah. getting the little, Lion King little nodes of Lion King and the Dark Knight. Inception, and, but, Dark but here's Knight. the thing. I, I heard that we were hearing that we kind of leaned over to us like, oh, this reminds me of like, uh, like, is that somebody, yeah. anybody <laughs> <Yeah>. like some, <laughs> uh, who are you going after? Rachel. Like yeah. there's little, there's the moments of those, there's yeah. tastes of those, but, mm-hmm. um, it's still a great score. I was listening yeah. to it on the way yeah. home. Only the first three songs are out. So oh, I was really? just, uh, or like not even oh, yeah, the first three, it's, out next it's week, like right? so. gun barrel, which is like 40 seconds long. And then there's a couple other songs on the soundtrack out, which are great. So I can't wait for this soundtrack to come out. And I also love this. Uh, we don't really talk too much about the name of this movie, No Time to Die. Yeah. I think it's like, that's pretty, a James Bond-ass it's title. Pretty, it's a pretty fit, pretty fitting title for yes. this movie. Because if you, you know, Spectre was Spectre. Because um, you, <laughs> yeah. you knew, like, the whole run was Spectre. Yeah. Quantum Solace, you, you, I don't even, I guess, I don't even know what I've ever met yeah. you. But, like, yeah. No Time to Die. And I think our audience, once they watch it, like, they're like, oh, that, that that's a fitting title for this. Definitely this this movie and, and and it's so like it's so in your face it's it's yeah. great and they get one time to die out of there like that they they get oh. at least one character to say it and i was hoping that, that there'd be a moment like what was that. the line I, again shay time, time to die no but like how did it go like we, huh. what, what time it is time to die okay is that what it was i thought i thought you were gonna say they got one Fuck, because they, they did. did. They did they get did a get fuck a, in there. They yeah. took uh, they took inspiration offs clearly from our show. Yeah. They said they got one per episode. Because Ralph looked at the camera Yo, and he winked. Ralph, He's like, Ralph, movie podcast. Ralph Fiennes was pretty pressed in this. He was he pretty was, pressed. In this, uh, His hair was pretty pressed. He was, he was thinning as the movie was yeah. going on. And I love even like when... Because there, it's no secret. Bond has retired, and he comes oh. back to the, <laughs> oh, yeah. the, the, the to the to M, and he finds him at his yeah. table, and it's like, did this desk get smaller, or did did the and desk get how, bigger, bigger, or did you pinch, get smaller? He knows how to poke him, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. Bond knows because he's you not love his those favorite M, right? Yeah. Judy he, Dench is always going to be his Judy, favorite. Well, no matter name, Judy Dench. Put Dame some respect Judy on her Dench. name. No matter how strained the relationship was, no matter how much shit she gave him, they knew. That they had an unbreakable uh, bond. bond, and it was very—it's sublimable to like the mother. Like, yeah, no matter what Bond is going to do, yeah. even, even if he defies her, she knows that he's going to do what's right. Yeah. Right. Um, I also like the story that was told um, in terms of just relationships and family, and Bond just always being coming from a fa- like coming from no family and never having a family, and it. And there is parts where you see this family grow and mm-hmm. he sees it himself. Um, and that's the sad part because he never had that, especially right. with his colleagues, because he would always treat his colleagues as. Yeah. I mean, his people his, that that they were there build things. for Yeah. Him they're or, tools or, for him. Yes. Yeah. And I mean, his his stepbrother, uh, like Blofeld, turned out to be a, one of his <laughs> biggest antagonists. Right. Mm-hmm. So like he's a very much a broken person. Yeah. And I um, love how they they focus on that a bit yeah. and how it plays into the character and how this movie ends as yeah. well. I think uh, a big shout out to Leia Sudo 
Fantastic um, job. Oh. She coming back to be one of the only really returning quote unquote Bond girls to return. Yeah. Someone to have a relationship with Bond and return. Um, she, Even though Vesper is mentioned a lot in the series. Right, right. Yeah. But like for her to actually be in this movie yeah. um, and for them to continue on that thread, I think it's a testament to hopefully this franchise evolving into uh, more one more of this with modern sensibilities, but also just she's a damn great actress. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like anytime she, she was on screen, assignment. like she just she nails the assignment every, yeah, single time. every single time. And there's some generally, I think, laugh out loud moments in this movie that. Um, are at best when they catch you off guard because yeah. there could be something that's very serious going on, but there'll be just like this moment of levity in there, and I'm like, it's just so well placed yeah. that it will it will linger with you of how much you, it's how funny it is. Yeah, there's a great um, there's a great mind blowing joke. That's yeah. all I'll say. I I loved her part, like in terms of the, the scenes of the movie. There's this scene where she does like she is the the therapist for Mister um, Blowfield Blowfield and. They, she and Bond, you know, see each other after a very long time and they go into the room and she's like, I can't be here. I can't, like, I don't want to be here. And it's just her presence and just how she felt. I felt like, wow, like she just doesn't want to be in the same room with these two people. And even when she, Bond grabs her, she like lets go. It was so realistic. You feel her like fight or flight there. She clearly can't be in the room with Bond and his his stepbrother and have a conversation. She's just, it was really, really well done. I think. And she says something to bond. I'm not going to, I don't remember it, but it was very fitting. And, um, yeah. I also like how she's, she's not, you know, the damsel in distress. Like, no, 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 no. She knows how to use a gun. Character. She's badass. Like yeah. every single character in this movie. And, uh, you know, there was a lot of hate that came out about La- LaShawn Lynch when she was 007. man, Fuck those people. Because she killed. I, I was so. I wish there was more of her. In this I wanted movie. more. And, and that's the thing. If we're able to get a spinoff of any sort, <laughs> put LaShawna Lynch, put Ana de Armas in a movie together. Yeah. That will be top of my most anticipated movies. I'm there. Because they are or so. Or series. Because that way I can keep watching it every week. Yes. That'd be so damn good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm here for it. Now, before we wrap up, did you guys have any other final thoughts before we get to our recommendations? Shaken, not stirred. They finally get to say that in this movie, too. They do. They do. Again, embracing all of those classic Bond elements. Mm -hmm. Before we get to our final recommendations, though, I just want to remind you, we're on a mission to hit 200 five-star reviews. Like I said, we love to leave you reviews every week. Now it's your turn. Using it again, eh? Yeah, just because I want want them to remember. I want, I want, we want you to leave us some now. Fair enough. Um, Of course, make sure you're following us on Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, and Letterboxd. We are heading into a really big week of movie reviews as well. So starting off with No Time to Die this week, we'll also have a review of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, and The Many Saints of Newark. So it's a really big movie week. We're going into a really big movie time of the year as well. So if you like what we're doing, make sure you give us a five stars. Make sure you follow us on all the social media and make sure you write into the show because we want to hear from you. Um, thank you for being with us on this journey as well. Shay, start us off with your final recommendation of No Time to Die. It's a watch it. Uh, yeah, if you're, um, if you're a fan of the Bond series, you are going to love where this goes and how this ends. And, you know, I'm so happy for Craig. I'm so happy for Daniel Craig. So watch it. Anthony. Uh, this is a watch it. I would um, highly recommend you go watch it if in theaters or wherever you watch IMAX. movies. IMAX. Uh, fantastic job. I think great send off. Um, 
everything from beginning to end, I think, does the character justice as well as Daniel Craig's send off is uh, fantastic. And how this will this is his last Bond, like we know that. And you know, with all the baggage that was with it, they came along with it. It was always we were worried as as a team. Just is this Bond going to be, you know, the Bond that? <laughs> Craig can retire with or not like is it going to be like a crappy send off but it's fantastic mm-hmm. uh, it is a little long but I, I I give it respect because it is his last one and I think definitely uh, yeah uh, you'll enjoy it for mm-hmm. sure uh, for myself you know this this film is a long time coming obviously and I'm so happy that it ends Bond's era as sorry Craig's era as James Bond on the highest possible note um, I loved the entire cast of this movie I loved just every minute of it like Anthony said this film is long you may feel the length but with it being his final film with it being his send-off uh, and what a send-off it is it's definitely earned every minute every second definitely watch it watch it on the big screen watch it in imax because you are going to love this movie and i'm just i think collectively the three of us were just so relieved that uh daniel craig got his due and we are now looking to see what happens next with the james bond series thank you so much for listening to the movie podcast review of no time to die don't forget you could catch a brand new episode of the movie podcast every single monday we have a new episode out right now and you could catch our review episodes and all the latest movies and series make sure you follow us at the movie podcast on instagram twitter tiktok and letterbox check out our show notes for all of those links and more and send us an email at hello at the movie that was this time with the movie podcast and we'll see you next. <laughs>